Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And the first question I want to ask is, Chris, how are you holding up? I I have been better. (laughs) I've been worse. I'm in a fun little flux uh, at the moment Mm -hmm. of up and down, which is cool. Um, It's been a weird week. I had some good news come at the same day as a lot of really bad news. So it's been a, uh, it's been a weird one. Um, so stay tuned for that in the future. Yeah, that's going to be a good one to talk about at some point when that's all resolved. Uh, Lindsay, how are you holding up? I had a very interesting week and it was filled with lots of people and activities. And so on one hand, I'm feeling very lucky. And on the other hand, I'm feeling completely drained of human energy resources because I haven't had an introvert day in a while. That will do it. Yeah, so. But this episode is about something a little bit different. Yes, we are going to take a little bit of a break from talking about the things that drag us down, or rather the things that afflict us in our depression, and more about the things that we do to combat the depression. The, the techniques that we use for specifically encouragement and affirmations. Yes. We know it can be difficult to listen to two people week in and week out talking about depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. everything that comes with that. So we just wanted to take a beat. Yes, because there is only so much relatable content one can have before it becomes a matter of... Redundancy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say redundancy a couple, a coupled with... Yeah, no, this is a little too real and I need to step back for a minute. So this is our episode, Stepping Back. And we know we've discussed uh, positive thinking and mm-hmm. and so forth before, but I think it's good to have it be an ongoing dialogue of different stuff because things are constantly changing. Yes, of course. And uh, our our uh, encouragements are constantly changing. Yes, for what... For example, things that would have encouraged me about five years ago are now just kind of bitter reminders that make me go, oh, hey, no. So so as you grow and as you change, the things that may bring you positivity are going to shift and change as well. Yes. We are very, uh, very kind of fluid in our thinking as it kind of becomes apparent later (laughs) on in life. Uh, So... Starting off, things that we've used to encourage us. I have, in the past, felt very frustrated when I felt like I was going in a good direction and I was like, things were going well and I had energy and and then suddenly I felt like things kind of took a backseat and and it went back down the slopes of depression or anxiety or whatever. And um, something that's good for me to remember is... Healing is not linear. This is not something where every day everything gets better and better and better, and then you reach the peak of being healed and everything is great. Um, this is something that there can be huge steps forward and and then steps back, and that's okay. And I think that's just with everyone, whether you are dealing with depression or not. If yeah. you're healing from something. Yeah, especially anything like, you know, specifically lately for 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 both of us uh losses in the family yes. it can be it could be a monkey wrench thrown in to what we otherwise would be having you know 
a lot of things going right, but one thing going wrong can always kind of steer us away from that positive growth. So in those kind of instances, it is, it is very, very good uh, if you can sometimes just quantify instead of qualify. Yeah. Sometimes you need a bunch of little, little victories, little small happy things that'll bring you back from the brink to kind of counteract one or two really big things. Yeah. Going I, on. I know that for me, I've heard from some friends that, you know, dealing with um, a really bad breakup and years later, it still affects them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know why all of a sudden I can't stop thinking about this person and I've been crying a lot. And it's like, I just think in general for all of us, there's a lot of healing that happens in our lives. I think we're in a different kind of civilization, as it were, uh, than our parents were. You know, a lot of people yes. got married and that was... They had maybe a few people that they dated beforehand, but it wasn't serious. And a mm-hmm. lot of us date people for years and years and years, and you live with them. And then you have these huge breakups, and the healing process goes on for years, even if you date other people or see other people. I mean, it is a very good thing to point out that we, uh, as a generation, are more of a generation of divorce than any other generation that has come before us. So we we see what happens when you make poor choices in partners. Yeah. So when you find somebody that you truly felt, yeah, no, this is the person I wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. This is the person I wanted to share my life with. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they're not the person you want to be with. They're not the person you want to share your life with. And you feel like you've you've kind of gone in this direction where you feel betrayed by the idea of love. Yes. <laughs> But there's always light. There is always light. There's because you you can't. uh, I don't know about you guys, but I often feel like, well, I know now that I've experienced these different relationships and I've been with a lot of people and I've loved very intensely many times. I know. And that's just not it's not realistic and it's not. But that's just not true. And again, healing is not linear. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I remind myself a lot. So that's something that helps. (laughs) Yes. I think it helps a lot to to know, though, that. when you do feel that kind of that that existential dread mm-hmm. uh, in terms of that, but you can look at it and go, no, 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 this was this was specifically for learning. Mm-hmm. We've learned from this. We've grown from this. There's something that the positivity, the encouragement is you've been through hell. Mm-hmm. You're still standing. Yes. Keep going. Because that's it. Exactly. And if the frustration for you is, well, I thought I dealt with this and now I'm re, like a wound reopened. It's yes, but it's not as bad as it was. And I think every time you move, you heal a little bit more and a little bit more. Maybe something reminds you, but yes, you are moving forward. Yes. So good for you. You did it. (laughs) So uh, encouragement, though, doesn't always have to come from, uh, you know, relationships. Encouragement can also come from uh, how we deal with ourselves and the things that we try to grow from in our own lives outside of the lives of others. So for me, for example, I uh, am trying to go back on the mend in terms of my physical health. Uh, It is not easy this third time. So, what am I doing to get encouragement? Before, uh, I used to be with a personal trainer. Uh, I would meet with them multiple times a week, exercise. I would get encouragement from the progress that I made. As anybody who has ever tried to lose weight can tell you, it sometimes isn't that easy. It's the same with most 
things in life in real in reality is if it's worth having it's not going to be easy yeah <laughs> you got to work you got to you got to work for the positive stuff in your life because it can be taken for granted so things that used to help but don't anymore uh for me now i'm trying to find alternative methods of encouraging myself to get up and do stuff in the morning or waking up and you know lately i've been waking up early specifically so i can get up make coffee sit for like 10 15 minutes before i have to rush out the door and nice. go and go to work and like kill myself for a day so just that that is what gets me up in the morning this last week has just been no don't just stay in bed get up make your coffee have your stillness mm -hmm. have your stillness before the coffee kicks in and makes <laughs> you go into overdrive what inspired you to take the 10 15 minutes for yourself um there was there were some times in the last few months where uh i didn't feel like i stopped if that makes sense you weren't still like i it wasn't i wasn't still but it was more like there was nothing that made me think that one day had transitioned to the next one okay. like it felt like every day was the same day that i wasn't even like sleeping through it was it was Weird. just my my morning became my afternoon became my evening became my morning <laughs> like no stopgap in between because every time i i wouldn't rest i wouldn't rest so now i'm encouraging myself to actively pursue hey i can i can take that time i can i can rest for even if it's just 15 minutes it's something that's going to help me make this day unique yeah it's going to help me make this day non uh <laughs> Help me make this day not like every other day and thus perpetuate that kind of down state of, no, everything is really low. I think it's also good that you're taking time to specifically focus on just yourself. Like you are waking yourself up and you're having, it's not because you're forced to. No. It's because you want to yeah. make a little bit of a little pocket of time. And I think that can make all the difference, whatever that pocket of time is. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know for me as a, as a, somebody who's, I, I've had a, some large life shifts mm -hmm. where I'm constantly around people now I'm living with family and I need a lot of alone time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, it's the weirdest thing. I don't feel like I can get alone time in the house, even if I'm in a room, Same. you know, someone comes up and knocks on the door or whatever. Like it just, it feels really intrusive. So I actually have to take steps. That encourages me because I have to take steps to go find an alone place. So I don't know if that means um, I've been thinking about going and starting to find a good hike, mm -hmm. which is very shady. And I, and I think I know the spot. So I think I need to start making actual. I can't just let it wait for it to happen to me. I have to make it happen. Yeah, of course. You know, you can't just wait for your life and your schedule to allow you to have you time. You got to do it yourself. Mm hmm. And uh, segueing. Yes. <laughs> I think feeling understood is a huge thing for me because I feel like I'm letting people down a lot of the time or they're um, not proud of me. 
And it would be lovely to say, oh, well, you shouldn't care. It's all about how you feel about yourself. But that's not reality. No. So, of course, I want people to be proud of me and be happy to have me around and so forth. So I become people-pleasy, and it's something that I try to avoid, but it happens. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's just old ruts that I fall into. So uh, this there's a quote, and it's, Your mental health is more important than the test, the interview, the lunch date, the meeting, the family dinner, and the grocery run. So take care of yourself. It's a very good point. And something that I feel uh, we, especially as Americans, mm-hmm. kind of lose focus on Uh, because a lot of the societal pressure that we get is our worth is based on our productivity. Yes. Which is a bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is, that is terrible, uh, horrible to kind of focus on, Uh, especially when we are not machines. We cannot go 24 hours. We, we, we are expected to at times. Mm -hmm. We are expected to keep putting out, you know, putting out content, putting out uh, material. I wish it was all about what a kind, smart, hardworking person you were, but it usually isn't. No, usually isn't. (laughs) That's not what's celebrated. No, but there are things that we can do to kind of encourage ourselves that it's okay. It's okay to to take care of yourself. Yeah. and one of the things that you can do to take care of yourself are affirmations. Yes. Well, this is what this episode is about, huh? Yeah. Uh, Loop. Mm-hmm. I think also the, and we've discussed this before, but taking care of yourself doesn't always mean having a bubble bath, mm-hmm. putting on bath and beyond, bath beyond products on your body. It's also looking at your bills that you haven't paid and you've been ignoring, mm-hmm. working out when you don't want to, being uncomfortable and forcing yourself to be uncomfortable because you know that change is uncomfortable, but the the, the having done it will make you feel good. Alternatively, there's also going to bed early. <laughs> yeah, missing out on yeah. the video games. Yeah, and we movie can binging. Yeah, exactly. We can we can take the the time to it, we may have had a social thing that we were planned to do, but you know what? Sometimes you just can't. Yeah, get rid of your FOMO as much as you can because this just life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I I know not everybody deals with this, but I know that some people just feel like yeah, but if I go home, if I just if I'm not constantly going to these different things, I'm gonna miss out on something. I'm gonna see it on social media, and I'm gonna feel bad for not going. And it's like, yeah, but you went home and you spent some time by yourself, and you got to take, you got to really take in your life and and pause. And maybe that's something we don't do enough in general. I don't know if this is a states thing or or if this is a world becoming a worldwide thing, but just sitting down and appreciating what you do have. Being like, well, yeah, I might be depressed and disconnected from everybody, but hey, I got to eat a bomb breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there are a lot of really simple ones, like I am a good person. Uh, and you should specifically, when you, when you start doing affirmations, as I've also just kind of started doing, um, it's really, really hard to say these things and mean it at first. And that's okay. And that's okay. Because there is going to be a part of you, if you are self-deprecating like and you and you really lay on yourself in a negative space, you can, you can find yourself saying like, oh, I'm so great. I'm feeling so good. It's like, no, dude, stop the sarcastic attitude for like five minutes mm-hmm. to give yourself a little credit. Yeah, 
I'm not feeling like I'm great, but you know what? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm a good person. I'm doing I'm doing the things that I should be doing to be a good person. Are these affirmations that your therapist recommended for you? They're or something that you found yourself. It's a combination mm-hmm. because my my therapist did want me to get like up to 50. 50. <laughs> yeah, he wanted me to have a book of just like 50 affirmations Ooh. that I'd come up with myself. He didn't give me a timetable for it. I have 10 that I came up with for myself. Uh, what, are, what are they, if you don't mind? Or some of them. Uh, they are in my bag. Uh, so Ooh. I do not have them. Whoopsie. But uh, I know that some of them are like, I have a good sense of humor. I am uh, I am appreciated at work. I am, I you know. I'm happy with the people that I've chosen to have in my life. You know, a lot of things where it's like, I've made good choices. These are the arguments I have against the part of my brain that's like, you've made some shit choices. Right. Because that's mainly what I have to, like, contend with. I, you know, body image issues, as well as I feel like I've made bad choices because I'm not where I want to be. Or whatever it is. It is easy. We've talked about this as well. Mm-hmm. Falling into negative self-talk. And so becoming aware of it. And I mean, it's this. It's it's kind of interesting when you take a step back from this. As somebody who, you know, struggles with mental health and being like, okay, I've had to spend so many hours of time becoming self-aware of what I'm doing that drags me down. And I know that a lot of us... I mean, it's uncomfortable and, and then the change of like having to talk positively to, to yourself. I was reading this book about, um, uh, it, it's, a, it's, I can't say the title because it's inappropriate, but, um, I'm sure you can say the title. Okay. We've said fuck on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, um, it's basically about like. How not to give a fuck anymore. Just oh, like, nice. just, you know, just like going through and that, that, that can be a very powerful thing. But one of the things they say is happy people don't stand in the mirror and say, I'm happy, I am happy, I am happy. And sometimes those (laughs) affirmations are bullshit. But I think the thing is that's maybe written by somebody who hasn't dealt with depression. Yeah. Because you can care a lot and not be depressed and like need to stop caring as much. I feel like I'm going on a tangent. (laughs) No, but it's a a good point. Like the people who are happy, you're exactly right. People who are genuinely happy, never had to deal with depression or any sort of brain chemistry shenanigans. Yeah. They don't actively have to sit there and go, I am happy. I have plenty of brain chemicals that make me feel yes. great. <laughs> That's not a thing that happy people do. <laughs> and I think it's, it can be, you have to be careful what self-help books you read because they can make you feel stupid for the shit that you do in your life. But the reality is some of us weren't raised to know how to love ourselves or how to be in healthy relationships. Some of us... Um, over time we're in bad abusive relationships or whatever and somewhere along the way you started doing real negative stuff so getting clawing your way out of that having positive daily affirmations is a good thing so something like I create a safe and secure space for myself wherever I am I give my permit myself permission to do what is right for me mm-hmm. I am confident in my ability to whatever you want to say mm-hmm. and and it and it's funny because there's so many movies you watch where they make a joke out of it, where like someone's listening to a self-help book or, yeah. or they're like, you know, yeah, I'm getting pumped up. But I think it's really endearing. It is. It absolutely is. We usually kind of associate it with, specifically if you're talking like characters who would listen to that, you have characters that are usually like high strung yeah. and, you know, very nervous and they're, you're using self-help 
tapes or, you know, whatever, because it's usually the 80s movies that are doing it. <laughs> it's usually self-help tapes and a little Walkman player. <laughs> and they're just like, I am good. I am great. Yes. I can do it. <laughs> I am good. I am great. I can do it. And over. And they're repeating it as they're walking down the street. And it makes them sound like a crazy person. But I think it's really nice. But it's sweet. It is sweet. And it's good for you to do. So... One of the things also that I've been doing is when I went on a trip to Solvang, I got me and Lindsay these yeah. little Mr. Rogers lunch notes. Yeah, they're really sweet. They're really sweet. It's a little booklet of just... They're supposed to be like, you, you take a little card out and you put it in like a lunchbox for a kid or for, you know, a partner or whoever, and you just put it in there and they're all these little like Mr. Rogers phrases and sayings like... You've made this day a special day just by being you. <laughs> Real strength has to do with helping others. Deep within each of us is a spark of the divine just waiting to be used to light up a dark place. Like, there's there's a lot of things in this that are really positive and make you feel like, yeah, you know what? It's okay. Like, discovering the truth about ourselves is a lifetime's work, but it's worth the effort. That's really sweet. Yeah. I think there is a spectrum of where you are on the healing scale with affirmations and encouragements. And I think some people um, are just on that path of, wow, I really need to start doing this for myself. Some of us are a little bit further along and have been doing it for a while. And I think I've been, I've been trying to focus on it for a while. So Mine are a little bit different now than they used to be. At first it was, I love myself. That was just one that I had to say. And it was very uncomfortable for me to say. And that yeah. was something was like, how do you even, I had to look up, how do you love yourself? Like, what do you do to love who you are? Um, and now, uh, a few years later, I'm at a place where I am saying, um, make a life you don't want to escape from. Mm -hmm. And that forces me to be a little bit more proactive in what I'm doing. That is really good, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is solid, because holy crap. It's, 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 it's such a thing of like, no, how much of our life do we spend trying to escape from it? Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I think sometimes that has put me in positions that have made me uncomfortable, or they've made, or I've maybe not, doesn't look like I'm making the best choices in terms of career moves, but I'm trying, I am actively trying to create a life that is fulfilling for me and is, um, is full of rich relationships and life experiences. And I'm lucky that I can do that with the family and friends that I have. Yeah. So, but it, it's because I used to, um, wake up in the morning and start playing video games and then I'd watch a movie and then I'd play some more video games, and then I'd watch two more movies, and then I'd play video games until about 7 a.m., and then I'd go to sleep, and then I'd wake up around 4. And there was um, uh, about a summer where I watched three or four movies a day and played, I mean, however many hours you want. I mean, and my time scale was completely Eight off. plus, yeah. like, full-time job kind of video game hours. Yeah, yeah, no, and I wasn't working. I wasn't going to school. I was, and I'm, and it really pissed people off around me. You would think that that would be a cry for help. Like, oh, this person doesn't come out of their room and doesn't eat very well and has gained a bunch of weight and uh, literally doesn't get off their computer. But instead it became, well, she's addicted and she, she, there's a real problem and this is a really, it's the video games that, the, that are issue. It's the movies that are issue. It's not, no, there's something seriously wrong with Lindsay. So um, 
And and then because certain people in my life at the time were abusive, I started being called names. Um, it got worse. So creating a life for yourself can be hard when you're that low. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes step by step by step. And it takes being... I was delusional for a long time as well that things would get better by on their own. Oh, just automatically, yeah. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. thought that, like, yeah, things were just going to happen for me because I had suffered enough, so surely it would just fix itself. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they did not just fix themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, wow. Oof. I, I've been in similar situations um, in terms of... I've also been in a position where I was hoping... That that one day I would wake up and just be like, today is the day I fix my life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was because I was so well aware of the the misery that I've been in. And and it happened once before, to be perfectly honest. There was a day that I just went, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's time to get up and do the work. And, and, And it worked that time. I think there's two things that we have to remember, though. There's self-inflicted misery, and then there is um, depression and hormonal imbalances and chemical imbalances. And so sometimes you're doing both. Yeah. And I'm definitely a both. Sometimes I create my depression. And so I'm trying to be really aware of what I do to not allow that to happen. And sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes it's just going to happen. Yeah. Sometimes it'll happen. You'll go through it. It'll happen again. You'll go through it. But it's the fact that you go through it and then afterwards go, crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just keep learning. You keep checking. And I think uh, for me, my last affirmation, and that's something I've recently told a dear friend of mine, is you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now. Mm -hmm. And you are perfect the way you are right now. And you are exactly what you're meant to be doing. And maybe you're not happy with where you are and you want to move forward. And that's good. That's really good. Then you should move forward and you should do those things. But you, right now, the reason you are where you are is because of what you're supposed to be doing. For Mm -hmm. example, if you're completely miserable in your life when you're like, well, I shouldn't be here. Like, I should be doing great things. The reason you're miserable is because you should be doing great things and it will propel you forward. So To do great things. That might sound a little bit convoluted, but you are exactly where you're supposed to be. It's a little fatalistic, (laughs) I will say. It's definitely a little, you know, there is no fate but what we make. Kind of, but I think sometimes there's some there there, and it, again, these are things that might not work for you, but yeah. they do work for some people. And you need to hear you are where you're supposed to be. Yes, it it is exactly where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're good. Yeah, it, it's it's it comes from that same place that getting good at something starts with sucking at something. <laughs> well, yeah, right. There's you yeah. learn from failure, not success. Yes. No, absolutely. It's it's incredible. To um, also, this is going to be a little more morbid, but this is something that has helped me as well. There is a uh, a phrase, memento mori. Remember death. It is something. It is something that that does. One of the things that propels human beings to greatness. It is the thing that that keeps us on an even teal. Is just. Is just. We are mortal. We are not going to be around forever. Yeah. This is the only life that we know of that we have. We need to make the best of it as best as we can. You don't deserve to spend your fir- your one and only life in misery. You deserve to spend your life doing things that will p- fulfill your life, that will make you feel like, hey, 
This is a good life. I can keep doing this. I was particularly lost for a few years there. And one of the things I started doing was watching and reading articles on people who were at the end of their lives, who were very sick or elderly, talking about the things they were glad they'd done and the things that they regretted. Yeah. And so I tried to, and one of the things everyone said was, I worked way too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't make enough time for friends and family or events. I regret not doing the things I wanted to do, but I, I talked myself out of it because I thought, well, they wouldn't approve. And mm-hmm. so I have, I think trying to build your life around the advice of our elders can be helpful. Sure. Remembering that we do come to an end at some point. Yeah. That in itself though can become debilitating. It can, but you have to remember that it doesn't have to be. It can be a much more fulfilling Life in general deserves to be good, and you deserve to be happy. And that's part B of the whole thing. Yes. On that note, I think... uh, (laughs) So thank you for listening in on this episode, and we hope this gave you some encouragements or some things to think about when you're not maybe particularly in a happy spot. Yes. Uh, I may have seemed a little rambly, I think, but I feel pretty good. Uh, and I feel like, you know, I'm going to take this energy and put it forward. I think this is an interesting episode for you guys to listen in on because Chris and I are still, although we are in a more energized place, we are still in a depression. Yeah. Both of us are depressed right now. Mm-hmm. And I think what comes with depression can be um, a little bit of brain fog, mm-hmm. uh, some weird speech stuff and some bad memory. So... I think this will be interesting to listen back to and hear. Like, these are the affirmations and positivity while we are in a depression. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. But on that note, uh, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page. Subscribe to the subreddit. And if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Next week is our 50th episode. Yay! Which we've gotten a number of suggestions from you, our listeners, so we will take those into consideration and see what we can do. There will also be a couple of pretty cool announcements that we're going to have. Yes, and then we're really excited for it. So, guys, thank you so much for the coming on this journey with us, um, mm-hmm. and as always... Don't, don't tell, tell us, us to just, just get over it. it.